Just hit a button, Morty, give me a beat. Oh man, okay, alright, um... Podcast episode eight. Uh, special guest in the building with us tonight, Vin here with Dale and uh, Dale. How about you introduce our guest for us? Well, big guest for us. We got uh, Mr. Patrick Servideo. He's a longtime friend of ours, and a uh, big part of our podcast today is that he's uh, with Views from the Bench. Unfortunately, we only got uh, half of us with half of uh, them with us today, but that's okay. Uh, Pat is a big part of it, and we wish Anthony Luduka was here, but. Can't make it today. Anyways, on Patty, he's a just absolute nail gun. <laughs> Huge beauty. We both played with him uh, a few years back in yeah, midget hockey. Right. And he was just, it was actually my vet to go back. He's actually my vet. And I remember the best, my best memory of him was when uh, he beat the crap out of that kid yeah. uh, against YSC and Elvis Soiko. That was <laughs> the best thing ever. Uh, fellow Italian boy and just. Yeah, huge, huge fan of the game, and we were excited to have him here. Uh, Patty, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me, boys. <laughs> Patty was a big part of uh, us setting up this podcast. We went to Patty and Anthony for a lot of advice and stuff, and I was actually, we were both actually guests on Views from the Bench. Yeah. So that's what kind of gave us a big idea of like what we wanted to do and stuff like that. So snowballed from there. About the week, quick, t- quick about the week. Obviously, gotta mention coronavirus spreading like a bad flu <laughs> oh it's terrible i mean my problem with it is that uh and patty feel free to join in whenever you want but the coronavirus i remember i i mean we were young when sars was happening but a lot of people say that was way worse and there wasn't this much a panic going on they were saying well like you said we were young when sars was sars was a thing but uh they were my mom was telling me about it and she said like sars was deadlier but because of social media today, Corona is like just taking over the world. Yeah, that was my that was my big point. Social media is just taking over everything, and it all started. I mean, the big problem now is toilet paper. You can't find toilet paper anywhere. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, where did it all go? And I'm I know someone's hoarding it. Yeah, there, everyone. I remember it started in Australia. One guy went to the grocery store and just started hoarding toilet paper, and now everyone around the world is doing it. There's and nothing on the shelves. Nothing. I don't get it. It's and now I was at No Frills actually, and. I went to go buy just, like, essential stuff, just, like, fruits and shit like that. But there was a person in front of me with, like, three, like, those big packs of toilet paper. And the cashier was like, no, it's one pack per person. Yeah. Like, it's, it's crazy. I've I'm seen like, stores starting to sell, like, the stuff they put in their washrooms. Like, a single rolls on the shelf. I'm like, what the heck is going on? It's There's a no food. Thing. There's no meat. My yeah. mom said she couldn't find any meat for us. Really? There's no. There's like, holy shit. There's nothing. It's insane. Like I mean, when I when we were shopping, like when all this stuff started happening, my mom was panicking, and we actually went to go shopping. Like whatever, we got some meat and stuff. Everyone's looking for toilet paper. Like, I'll, like I'll use an old rag. I don't really care. Yeah, like, jump in the shower. <laughs> yeah, buddy, put the hose in. There. I'm I'm more happy to like sit in the barbecue and cook a nice steak rather than this like. There's no like stuff. chicken wise, like food wise, chicken nowhere to be found. I went to Costco with my dad, and there was just like no chicken anywhere yeah so people and are just grabbing the chicken and put it in their freezer pretty much man yeah. like they're just literally like stocking up my nana's like freaking out yeah like yeah. Not, not yeah. Classic, <laughs> but she's freaking out it's just it's it's been such a crazy like few weeks and 
with like the sports being all canceled like nba was first obviously rudy gobert and mm-hmm. he i feel like that kind of like out broke everything all the sport yeah every other sport right and then you get all the news nba is canceled euro 2020 is canceled move to 2021 nhl obviously is canceled which was we weren't happy about yeah um now there's like big names like kevin durant coronavirus donovan mitchell coronavirus there's a guy in the senators there's four guys being tested one guy confirmed unnamed Mm -hmm. so it's it's spreading definitely and honestly man like you just got to be careful take take every precaution and honestly just hope for the best yeah how how are you coping with uh the virus and the isolation uh pretty good i mean my men's league got canceled (laughs) it's all right i went out with a big l to anthony's team uh i mean my classes got you guys don't play together well it's like a draft system so you get to choose and his brother's a captain so he picked him (laughs) i still give his brother shit (laughs) he should have picked me yeah well obviously anthony's in uh isolation what happened there yeah so anthony wishes he could come but i mean he's in quarantine right now so much shit like his girlfriend's traveling and shit so he's got to stay at home probably best for everyone so hopefully everything is good there yeah yeah, it's just take every precaution, right? That's you got to be safe and honestly, man, like it's better to do that. Do soak your two weeks at home doing absolutely nothing. I know you're probably gonna go crazy, but yeah, do what you got to do and stay safe. And yeah. well, for our our audience, like the kids that listen, I know you're like you're not in school now. You got the extra long March break. Everyone's fired up, but uh, definitely if you're still in the hockey mood, right? Still try and try and do some challenges and. Stick handles work on little parts of your game Absolutely. at home, and if you can, whatever you can. Go in your basement. Stay, stay sane. Like mm-hmm. I know, like being locked up at home sometimes feels like you're just trapped in a prison. But I mean, go outside. Like go for a walk if you can. Do something like that. Get your mind off things. Stay active. I don't like my advice would be that it's not that crazy. I think the virus is yeah, it's a problem, and if we all just kind of do our role and listen to what we have to do, like stay home, isolate kind of avoid contact and all that stuff and we'll solve it pretty quick but yeah just just try not to think too much of it with all the social media going on and all that that's the problem like stop like don't like obviously you can watch the news and look at stuff on instagram but all this stuff is like you you read this stuff and you're like you make yourself panic because you you see you read all this stuff going on in the world and you kind of just your hate your head goes to like different places and you're just thinking about different stuff yeah it's crazy so kind of try to stay off social media like dave said do your do your two weeks try Unless to it's a keep puckology it. post yeah <laughs> get on there then get on you know? <laughs> then get on for sure yeah but honestly do your two weeks and everything will be fine and i feel like at least a month i feel like everything will slow down yeah a bit for and, sure i mean i don't think it'll be all fixed and and yeah, done probably with. gonna be like they're probably gonna stay home for a while yeah two weeks yeah vin was oh, telling me sure. today like he doesn't like he heard that on the news that Everything won't go back to normal in the way it was until next year. New next calendar January. year. Really? Yeah. The new calendar year. I heard that from a bunch of people too. Like, it'll go through summer and all that. It'll go th- Well, like, slowly they're going to, they said they were going to like open up stuff here and there, like in the summer. Yeah. But yeah. like to go back to what we were originally used to and originally known, he said they were saying that January 2021 is like when everything will slow down and be exactly the way it was before this all happened that's crazy because i also heard like it was gonna die down in the summer but then come back again in the fall wow. really really well i like for me okay a lot of people are like always stressed out with the amount of work and how fast life works and all that stuff like our, our regular life here in canada and our like economy and society is fast 
Like yeah. everyone works every day, long days, and everyone just can't keep up with it. And now that we're on the flip side of it, where you can't go to work and you can't do that, people are still complaining. I know like money's a huge factor in that, but like, what do we want here? Like, is this the break that like most of us need? Because like I've been, that's what I've been thinking. You know what I mean? But uh, going back to our, uh, our guest here, Patty. Big shout out for uh, views from the bench. We're gonna ask a couple questions about uh, your pod. If Vin, you want to kick it off? Yeah, I'll go yeah. first. Uh, just your honestly, your friendship with Anthony. How did that uh, like start, and how did you guys start a podcast out of that friendship? Yeah, so we actually went to <clears throat> high school together, and like he was always a big hockey guy, and we talk hockey, and we play road hockey and pond and stuff. But I think it definitely started when we went to university together. So we both went to Ryerson for the same program in business. And then we would have so many classes together, we kind of just started talking. And he took an entrepreneurship classes. So he just started talking about how he wanted to start something. Yeah. And he actually started Hockey Psychology, which is, um, I'm sure you guys have seen it. It's like an Instagram page and has like 22,000 followers. And he just posts stuff about hockey all the time. Mm-hmm. So then we kind of just started talking. I think it was last summer. And we're like, man, why don't we just make a podcast? We both love talking hockey all the time when we're on the train. In class, we're always talking about hockey, the Leafs. Let's just do it as a podcast and see what happens, right? Mm-hmm. So we just kind of want to share our love for hockey. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's honestly that's what I figured. That's yeah. what, that's what kind of <laughs> we did too. Yeah, I yeah. remember when like you guys first started doing it. You asked me to come on. I was so excited. Yeah, I was like I love the idea, and I like I was, I was so happy to have that for you guys to have me. But like for your podcast, what kind of feedback do you guys usually get? Like, what do you what do you think that you guys like get the most? Like, what is your audience? love the most from you guys yeah so i think the biggest thing at the beginning was we didn't know what to focus on mm-hmm. like are we just going to talk about the nhl are mm-hmm. we going to talk about the news like these trades what's happening in which teams and or are we going to focus more about like people's individual skills and how like younger people can get better about hockey so that's what we had trouble doing the feedback was it wasn't consistent mm-hmm. one episode we do something and another one we do something else and i guess that's where i guess people get confused mm-hmm. So we kind of just took a step back. We're like, what should we focus on here? Find your niche. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I know we talked about that with you guys. And I think Anthony and I really found it. And we didn't want to so much focus on the NHL anymore. We want to focus about junior players, mm-hmm. minor hockey players, about how what they're doing, their stories about getting better, and then moving through the ranks. And hopefully that could resonate with different hockey players and they could listen to it. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what, what, yeah. Go ahead. No, part of that, like, what do you – enjoy the most out of that like what what part of it do you guys feel like you have the most fun with honestly the most fun is just being able to talk hockey with someone like anthony all the time and another one is like when we have guests on a lot of our guests are junior hockey players or guys that i've played hockey with in minor hockey Mm -hmm. and just reliving those stories getting to talk about what their stories are it's just amazing well that was like when we me and matt seal when he was a guest on here we went on views too and Honestly, we were just, we were in, I think it was at your house, right? Yeah. We were at your house, and we were just literally just sitting there, like, just talking, and we did the pod, and then after we finished, we just, like, relived old stories, and it's just nice to live through all that stuff yeah. again. And, and it's like when we were recording, you didn't even think we were recording. No, it was, it was just, just like, like a we conversation. Really, we were just chilling at someone's house talking. Yeah. That's what it was yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's what it feels like, too, all the time, and, like, that's what we love to do. Like, yeah. we love hockey, and we love sharing our stories and trying to help like that next person that was that's like that's our niche that's what we had to find too yeah you guys obviously helped us a lot with that yeah that's what honestly the biggest help was that that advice you guys gave us because when you start something like this it's kind of it's tough right you don't know if you want to do 
like all news and transactions and all that kind of stuff because you have like TSN, you have all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. you have like the analysts for that. And yeah. We're like, why would someone tune in to us for an analysis? That's exactly. what we kind of started exactly. doing. Exactly. And then we were like, you know what, we've, we've lived the hockey life, we've done pretty much everything, so why not share our story and try to help yeah. kids out? And Yeah, exactly. But uh, you kind of touched on it a little bit here. What's your, like, what's your main, you and Anthony's, like, main goal from the, from your podcast, I guess, from your brand? Yeah. So basically, you just probably want to talk to guys who played minor hockey and junior hockey and stuff like that and see, like, what kind of stories they want to share on the pod. Like, what was their journey about getting better? What did they do to get better throughout the ranks? Is it dryland training? Is it on ice training? What kind of coaches helped you? Um, was there anything that like sort of setbacks? Was there politics that played into a fact that maybe you didn't like and that turned you away from the game? So we wanted to get that aspect as well. Mm-hmm. And oh, last week it kind of had something where it played out. A guy got really turned off from hockey and he quit. So we wanted to share that as well. And we also want to show um, what do you love about hockey and what does it teach you about life? Because it does have a lot of life aspects to it. Yeah, absolutely. I think hockey's like we've touched on this before. Hockey's like it opens up your eye to like the real world. I think out of any other sports, the biggest one. Yeah, a hundred percent. Obviously, we like I played baseball and soccer, and it's definitely different. And hockey, just it's just like a, it's a good like path to lead down, lead you down through life. Like it's yeah, a good start. It's a good. It just snowballs from there. There's so many life lessons that, and that's a lot that we get. Like to go back to our feedback and like what people like from us is the lessons that we can share about yeah. hockey and like our experiences with it and life, like both of it combined, and a lot of it is. Uh, politics too a lot of people are interested in politics and hockey and how that affect where it is and how it affects like your kid or you as the mm-hmm. player and stuff like that and we're just happy to share i think that that's our biggest thing it's the the feedback we get like dale said is is incredible from like what because kids like i mentioned this before in the fr- i think our first podcast like we recorded there's there's times where a kid's in a tournament and he wins mvp and he doesn't know how to keep that level up yeah and we'd, we'd say, like, this is what you got to do to do that. And if he actually does that and his level stays up here, then he could thank us for that. And he yeah. could thank and himself we, we for that. Feel for accomplished, and we right? feel accomplished. Yeah. kid feels accomplished. So just touching, like, helping those kids through hockey because hockey's a grind mentally, physically, like everything. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, obviously, Patty played hockey. How long did you play for? Since I was four. Yeah. So, like, so I, was, I was 18. Yeah, so, yeah, so like, a, so <laughs> just time. share your hockey experience quick. Just like, where'd you start? Yeah, where'd well, you finish? Yeah. What'd you take away from it? Yeah, so I think it all started was I'd watch hockey in my basement with my dad all the time. Every Leaf game, we're always watching when I was young, and then he'd get me into like mini sticks, and we'd having board battles in the corners of my <laughs> basement. He'd be shoving me and stuff. So that's where my love grew, and I think. My dad never got the opportunity to play hockey because he, I don't know, he couldn't skate. His parents wouldn't put him in. So as soon as I was able to play, he enrolled me and he's like, listen, let's try out hockey. If you like it, keep playing it. If you don't, you can do something else. Don't worry. So as soon as I went on, I think I, I, I loved it right from the moment. I love skating, love playing hockey always. And I think that just grew. And I guess from house league, I started playing double A and I, I really enjoyed playing for Aurora. And then from there, I wanted to... I wanted to try playing at the higher level of AAA, so I guess I just started working on my skating because that's what I needed the most work on. Just taking those lessons, so just away from the practice rink. You gotta do it on your own time because that was the biggest thing. Uh, 
the coach isn't going to individually work with you. You got to, if you want to move to the next level, you got to put in your own individual work. Mm -hmm. So I guess that was me just started doing my own trying to dry land training kind of when I was younger and just doing like skating lessons on my own. Oh yeah. That's the, oh yeah. That's a huge thing, man. Like there's obviously you have your practice times with your team and your games with your teams, but the side stuff you do like on the side is that's what's going to kind of throw you above the rest of the group. Right. Yeah. Well, the more you could do there, the better it is. On, like on Patty, and just as he explained, like his love for the game. We only played with Patty for one year, but as I said before, he was my vet and like a, like a mentor for me. Like as a younger yeah, kid absolutely. going into playing with the older kids, you could just tell his love for the game as like a leader and yeah. like as a as a guy that just loves hockey. He just showed it so much emotion, so much passion, and like that's why we love to have you here. We love we love your experiences and your stories, and it like really helps our. Our listeners, Absolutely, right? man. Patty's a nail gun. <laughs> nail gun. And I know, I know, it's a little uh, off, uh, catching Vinny off guard here, but okay. Patty's definitely a more grit guy. So we, we can kind of team up on Vinny today. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Wait, Vinny's a skill guy. Yeah, yeah Vinny likes the skill game. We had, we had this argument last podcast. Vinny loves the skill game. He loves the William Nylanders. Well, guess what, buddy? Today I, I, got, a, I, today just, I got a partner with you. I, was gonna part <laughs> I got a teammate today. I feel like Anthony's more of a skill guy, too. He is, but, like, yeah. I, I've, I'm trying to... He's kind of turning into my direction where it's, like, it's not... You can't have all skill. No, I don't think I don't think you'd have all skill, but I do love the skill part. Okay. You yeah, can't, like, I don't, you can't have all skill. I understand that part, but I absolutely love the skill. I love... Nah. You need your guys. Like, Patty's the way yeah, Patty you played, you need the way Patty played. Yeah, absolutely. Unreal. But you need more of that in today's game. Like there's too much. Okay, of we're not this. talking about this. Game. No one. No, <laughs> well, the no way one. I see it's it's like a puzzle, right? You need some of everything if you want to be a successful team, and like you can't have a, a team filled with guys who just have hands, right? And just want to have a exactly. You can't have a team who just scores goals and doesn't want to get into the areas because you need guys who want to step in front of sh- like block shots. Yeah, absolutely. You need guys who want to. Uh, sacrifice the body, make a hit to make a play. You guys are going to the corners and get the puck. You need all of the types of guys, and that's what makes a good team. Yeah, well, I that, agree with that hundred percent. Yeah, that was when we went back. That's what we actually talked about. Uh, remember, we talked about like being like a Polak, or like if you're, if you focus on that part of your game, then like you'll be successful at that, and that's what you'll yeah. be recognized for, right? But actually, I read, I was reading online, and I saw that to switch off hockey to basketball. Uh, Michael Jordan, one of the greatest to ever do it in basketball. So when he was with the Bulls, he actually, there, him and Pippen were arguing over over Rodman, mm-hmm. and Pippen didn't want him because he's crazy, he's a psycho. Right? Yeah. But actually, Jordan pushed hard for him because he couldn't score. He averaged like seven points over his career. Yeah. But he would grab twenty rebounds a game. I saw that. I was reading that too. Yeah. So You're board man. Yeah. Your board so man gets paid. He did. That's what, and that's exactly what Jordan. Jordan's like, I don't care about his points. I don't care about anything else. I just want his rebounds. Goes up in the glass. So he goes up, gets the glass, gives it to Jordan, and that helped them win three championships together. Exactly. Right. So that's the kind of team you need, and that's what we're trying to say. That's something for kids to learn as well. Like if they realize, okay, maybe they're not going to be a skill guy. Maybe they should focus their game somewhere else. Like they're going to be great defensively. Like no one's going to beat them on a one-on-one battle in the corner. Exactly, and that's the best. Like that's the Zach Hyman. That guy wins every puck ball. Wins every battle. And that's what he does. And Skate's really weird, but wins every battle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, had, like, like I think we had a, a story for our midget year. We had a practice where we're doing 1v1 battles. And then 
I think they put me and Dale just for fun. They want to say, let's see what happens when <laughs> yeah. Patty and Dale have a 1v1 battle. And I think it lasted 10 minutes oh, and yeah. no one won the battle. Yeah, and it was just a bloodbath. <laughs> it was a blood- I remember that. And they're like, okay, we need to end the, the practice. Just, yeah, that was it. it that was, was crazy. It. Everyone was tapping their sticks. Yeah. And it was just a respect for that kind of stuff. And I think we were out of breath. Like, we couldn't even yeah. breathe out of breath. Practice is done, boys. Yeah, just going, we were battling hard. I remember that. I, I love that. It was fun. Again, huge mentor for us. But what's... Yeah. Uh, that's obviously a pretty good memory, but what's your favorite memory from hockey? Going back through all ages, I mean, I championships. So, so many good memories. Like I mean, uh, I think a great memory and a great learning lesson for me was I was playing, uh, I made the jump from AA and I made YSC, so I made the York Simcoe team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was a big accomplishment for me. I was really happy about it and I was a forward my whole life, right? So then we had this crazy coach and he pulled me aside. He's like, listen, you're playing defense. And I kind of shit my pants. Because, <laughs> like, I don't even know if I can see it backwards. I've never played defense. I've always been a forward guy, you know? Yeah. So I was like, all right, I, you know, I guess I'll play defense. I have no <laughs> choice right now. And I was like, I don't even know what to do. But you know what? It's great. Guys really, like, you know, just settle down, do what you have to do. And I think that helped me. My teammates just settled me down. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's going to be all right. Had a great partners. And what was crazy was that... The coach, my first practice as a defenseman, this guy's insane. He he was just drilling into me. Really? Like saying I couldn't skate backwards. I, I, I was so slow. I couldn't make a pass. I couldn't do anything. And I was thinking, I just remember even my dad, like, that was like the craziest thing he's ever seen. Because I was in the car and I was like, I was debating like, do I even want to play anymore? Like, it's like, yeah. Because you know when you think, you don't, I've never played defense before and that's your first experience with the coach saying you can't skate backwards you can't take yeah, a slap exactly, shot you can't yeah. make a breakout pass oh, sure. so that's in my head now like, I can't do all that shit yeah. so I'm just like now you're like you're always second guessing your thoughts mm-hmm. but I think whatever we move past that and uh, I play another year for them and then right around trout time I get cut right and I was like alright I, I didn't see that coming so I, was, I wasn't a bottom defender. I wasn't a bottom player whatsoever, but whatever. Things happen. I, I get on to the Coyotes because I knew them before and we'd have discussions with the coaches. So they said, yeah, no problem. But our forwards are full. You have to play defense. So I was like, okay. I was going to play defense for my minor major year, which is like a big year for the oh, guys, yeah, right? Exactly. And I didn't, really, I didn't really want that because I think I am better forward. So whatever. They have a great... Great coaches, great head coach and a great defensive coach, no problem. And I think that was one of the the best years where I developed. They're mm-hmm. so solid where we worked all the time on practice about how to work as a team. We worked on individual skills and I think that was amazing. Everyone got reps and I had amazing confidence where like we we're double shifting sometimes. Really? And it was amazing. Like and we actually came out better than the York Simcoe team. We finished first and we went to the OHL Cup, which is amazing. Just to play in the OHL Cup was yeah. a great experience. I think we won two tournaments, and just playing in front of all those people and wow. all those scouts at the OHL Cup was sick. Mm-hmm. I thought. That's. And then moving to the mid-year, I got to play forward again. Yeah. It wasn't until our coach said, "Okay, I need to see you play forward." So yeah. he came out to one of the junior camps, and I only watched this one game, and I think I laid a massive hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to and, I, and, I, and I scored, and he's like. Yeah, you're playing forward. <laughs> yeah. Like, sick. <laughs> so whatever, we had a sick team. Um, 
the first year. I think you got called up. Yeah, I did. You got call- yeah. That's where I met you. You got called yeah, exactly, up and you yeah. came. And we actually went to the OMHAs and it was sick. I, I played with two broken, two sprained wrists. <laughs> and we uh, won the bronze medal. Oh, nice. And I think the best year I could ever take away here is uh, that last year with both of you guys. Probably the best year of hockey yeah. ever. Ever, man. Just because we're such a great team. Oh, yeah. And, I, and every guy was amazing. I loved every guy on that team. They're good guys, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we had a great team. Yeah, and I had a lot of fun. Yeah, We say that all the time, exactly. man. Yeah. And we're still in contact with everyone. Yeah. Like, look at us. We're sitting here doing this right now, the three mm-hmm. of us. Even other guys that are away at school or not even playing anymore, we all still talk. And that's the whole point of that midget team, man, was like, we always talk about it. We talked about it on your podcast too. Like it was, it was insane. Like it, that was the best year of hockey. Out, even outside of hockey, like just the relationships and the people on the yeah. team, it was uh, the friendships How were. How much should we hang outside of the rink and stuff? Yeah, exactly. For in, a midget like, team, crazy. for like a minor hockey team, dude. I'm being that. honest. When I so I played in the G like my whole life. Yeah. So minor midget came, didn't get drafted, whatever. I had to play midget, and I was gonna stay in the G, and then I got Kevin Ryan, like whatever. He calls me and. Actually, I got Mark Joslin actually got me because his son was on the bench. Oh, Brett yeah, was on the yeah, bench. Yeah. So he said, look, go out to a skate and just see like if you like the boys, like the guys. And mm-hmm. came out, Elgin Barrow, we had to do skating. And I was kind of hesitant. I was like, I don't know if I want to play in the OMJ. And like, I don't know what this and that. It was him and Hine. And honestly, man, I'm so happy I played in the yeah, OMJ yeah, no. for Midget. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> it was a great year. That year was like the best year of hockey ever. Yeah. And just because the... the the guys we had on that team were like, first of all, we were disgusting. Yeah. That we just one of the best teams in Canada in the country, not even the province, the country. Country. Like we lost like what a handful of games all year, yeah. including tournaments. Like one like games. one two three tournaments, yeah. lost one in the final. Like, and just off the ice, like just the guys in the room were incredible. Everyone was a good guy. Yeah. Incredible. There was never any problems ever. Like everyone I can't along. think of one person that I didn't like. And everyone team. knew what they were there to do. Everybody. That that was honestly, if we go back to what we were saying before, we had like everything checked off. Like we had those skill guys, and we had those middle of the pack guys, and we had like the guys like Patty and you, and that we knew that we had to go out there, lay some bodies, just kill kids, and like and we had like everything. Part. We had a great goalie. We had a great like dual goalie, really. Yeah, RG and Franzi. Yeah, RG and Franzi were like probably the best goalie tandem in the the league for yeah, sure. Exactly. So, so it was just. We all knew our role. We all stuck to it, and like I said, we only played that one year, but it was amazing. Oh I, yeah, I so many memories year. just from that one so year. Many. It's insane. I mean, I'll go. <laughs> what? Uh, what's your favorite one from that year? Favorite memory? Favorite memory from Midget Yotes? Oh God, there's there's gotta be a million. I mean, uh, probably maybe the rookie draft. Right, I had to, uh, <laughs> this is tough, right? So, yeah. the captains got to pick first, right. and then Dale got picked, so I was losing my mind, because I, I needed this guy, <laughs> I wanted this guy so bad, I was like, that's it, I, I was like, I need to make some sort of trade, I'll pay you or something. <laughs> Who was that? Dare. It was Dare. Dare. It was Dare. And, uh, yeah, so you got picked second, and I got to, I got to pick third. Like, no, man, I need Dale. Like, God, <laughs> this isn't happening. We need to trade something. We need to change something. And he's like, all right, all right. I think I ended up paying him, like, 10 bucks or something for Dale. So, <laughs> so I got two rookies. And, yeah, it was, that was a good memory. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, just for the games, we had so many great 
amazing games. Like, it was tight. Like, all those tournaments you won, the Titans mm-hmm. tournament, everything, the Ottawa tournament. Uh, the Ottawa tournament was sick. Yeah, those medals. The, the big gold medals. Yeah. yeah. Like, Olympic, Olympic medals. Yeah, they're amazing. sick. Those medals are sick. So, I think just, just being able to play with, you liked everyone. I liked everyone who was, whoever was on my line. Yeah. I liked everyone. I was so, so happy to play with everyone. Uh, I was just, I was happy for everything. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was disappointed yeah. the way it ended. I mean, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Yeah, honest. no, we lost in the second round. We didn't make it through to Omechase, and that was a huge upset. That's I just, what we're talking about. I think the biggest thing from that is, I think we went too much to the skill side. I'm just gonna say it. And personally, when I agreed, I, when I look back on it, I think we went. We had something working, right? Yeah. Where we have guys, we have. Bono's were rolling out. We had Vinny. Okay, I don't know if everyone knows what Bono is. <laughs> so we have Vinny rolling out. He's he's a skill guy. He, he you know what? And you know what? You could also lay body. You could also. Lay I do body. a little bit. You can. You can. When he's upset, he's he gets upset. You know, he, he can lay body. Yeah, right? he, and so, he, that's when you know he's upset. So yeah. It's fun to watch. Yeah. So we have guys like that, uh, Spags and um, Dare, all those guys. So everyone's playing, and we have our roles and out. But, and that's where we were winning. Like the first round. Like against North Central, yeah. we're we're buzzing, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. We're buzzing. We're having a good time. Everyone's rolling, and I think what, as soon as we started playing Whitby, the first two games we kept doing that, mm-hmm. but then they played us harder. Yep. And then all of a sudden something changed. We moved away from that game. We started yep. playing. Okay, you know what? We're gonna beat them with the skill. Yeah, we need to score more. And, and I think that's doing? where it went wrong mm-hmm. because. You, we as soon as we moved away from more on the grit side and the getting in their face, we went to the skill, and they killed us by getting us in our face yep. and beating us down low. Absolutely. And the skill guys, like it's this is not a knock on any skill guy, but if someone's pounding you, you're not going to be able to score. Yeah, exactly. No, you're not going to be able to score. I don't care how fast you <laughs> like, are, how good your hands are. If someone's beating the crap out of you on the ice, you're not going to be able to do yeah. what you think you can and do. And I don't. No, this has absolutely. nothing to do with me personally. Like, yeah, my ice time went sick, down significantly as that series went on, and we kept losing. And I was kind of like taken away. I'm like, why? Why yeah, do we yeah, keep we doing this? Yeah, we just had to watch, right? Because like, it's so like, frustrating. I can't do anything if I'm on the bench, and it's frustrating as shit. To watch, that, like, yeah. Well, I can't help you because we're moving away from we want skill game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just think that's where it went wrong. I think if we kept doing what we had to do, we're just getting in their faces. Everyone gets their reps in. We get in our face. We have a skill guy. Get in your face, skill guy. And mm-hmm. I think that's what would have wore them down and we would have went through. We I think I absolutely. absolutely agree with you. There was... We, our lines, the way our lines were structured like throughout the year and even in the first round, it was a perfect balance. And we just got away from that. Like you we said, there was... That's, it's simple. Against yeah, Whitby, we got... They, their coach had like a new scheme and strategy and we couldn't adjust to it in time and mm-hmm. it just yeah, it, it fell good. apart and honestly it's it's tough the way it ended like that not even making it to OMHAs but before yeah. that like it was just a great time yeah well that goes yeah. back to my my our argument uh, a couple podcasts ago or maybe even last podcast but I was saying that if the game was designed to just be a skill game the, a team like the Leafs or the like, a team like the Coyote, we would have won yeah. absolutely everything. Absolutely. And the Leafs would be in first place, yeah. not even touched. But that's not that's not how the game is. It's a physical game, and you need that, and you can't take it away from the game. And that's that's my biggest point. It's always about you. You have to be able to... F- everyone has to finish your checks. You have to be able to win the board battles, 1v1 battles, and you have to sacrifice the body. Like, block <laughs> some shots and yeah. stuff. Like, that's what it comes exactly. down to. Yeah. Like, it's those little things. It's a small area. Like, you can't hide... 
you cannot hide from the big boys no, and the guys that know how to do that stuff and that enjoy doing that part of the game. I always look at it as like I call. I've, I was told this kind of scenario. I always look at it as like a coliseum. You're in there, battling on that ice. You're you're boarded in. You're caged in, and everyone's just watching. And it's a bloodbath, and you're in there, and you're supposed to do whatever you can to win that game, and or win the fight, right? Like the Coliseum, mm-hmm. like Roman times. So uh, that's that's how I think when I go play the game. That's why I do it. And uh, the thing I see is like a lot of, it's great that kids are working on their individual skills, but I hate seeing like puck tricks. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, uh, we, we talked about the last tricks podcast on Instagram. Yeah. We talked about the last like, podcast. Yeah, I just wanted to tell the kid like that's not gonna help you yeah no in the game whatsoever mm-hmm. if you can flip the puck on your stick and stuff like that like yeah, exactly. okay that's cool you could do that in warm-up but like that's not gonna help your game or the team's game like you know what i mean yeah you, exactly. you should work on your stick handling yeah your skating mm-hmm. and all like work on that stuff your shot and all that but uh, i don't know i don't see any benefit of those puck tricks <laughs> it makes me no, exactly like even the michigan like that's yeah, cool and everything but not gonna do how that. many how many videos you see that being pulled off like six total seven total how many yeah, goals are scored in the game? And that's what makes me like, worried. Right. Like, are kids just going to be, is the, like kids hockey just going to be shifting towards all these tricks and stuff? Because yeah. if, if that was it, I probably wouldn't be able to play hockey. Exactly. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> well, now lift the yeah, nowadays stick. you get a penalty for hitting someone hard, too yeah. hard. Like that's that's the reality of it. It's a problem with it, but yeah. And it was to, but back to us. What uh, we like to do this with our guests, but as teammates or as people, like what do you have? What, what can you share about Vin and I? separately or together yeah okay <laughs> this is a bombshell no this is great so i have a story oh. for dale first all right so this is uh you're playing minor midget mm-hmm. and i was in midget and we had an exhibition game against the coyotes team oh yeah minor midget versus midget yeah. yeah i remember that yeah so we pumped them they they weren't that strong of a team but we pumped them yeah and all i remember is it's seven nothing and dale's Blocking a shot from the point. Like, he full out <laughs> blocked a shot from the point. I remember that, actually. And I was like, this kid has got balls. <laughs> it's 7 nothing in an exhibition game, and he's laying out to block a shot. Like, that. I think that says something about him personally, not just as a hockey player, Absolutely. but as a person, whereas he will do anything for him, his family, his friends, you know? And I think that's something about Dale, is that he's such a loyal guy, and he'll do anything for his team and his family, which is something... Yeah. I always thought about. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I remember that. 100%. I remember that vividly. That hurt. You remember that? That hurt. It was too. on your ass, right? Yeah. This guy's fucked. I remember that. Yeah. And then I think as soon as we got to the bench, our coach was like, "Yeah, he's gonna be captain of the team," and you were. Yeah. Which is like shows that he's a great leader. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks, man. Dale's worn that seat a lot. Yeah. He's worn yeah. the seat a lot. Yeah, well, he's a great leader. And I worn think something about Bono is that <laughs> Bono's a nickname Bono. I got in midget, by the way. <laughs> That's a nickname I got. That will stick to you forever, though. I hope, like, I was way better than my junior nickname, but junior, I was Bonnie. That's awful. Beetle Bono. (laughs) (laughs) Bono was a midget nickname and kind of died down. Patty always brings it back. I have to bring it back. So I think something about Vin is that, so, in school puck. Oh, yeah. This is is a story for school puck. What a time. I was playing for St. Max, you're playing St. Teresa. And our guy just kind of demolished you with a massive elbow to the door. Yeah. And, I, and I was like, I'm in a decision right here. Like, I'm captain of my team. I'm like, okay, Vin's one of the best players. But you're my boy, and I don't want to see anyone get hurt. Yeah. So, But this is the way to see you pop back up. Yeah. You, weren't even, you didn't stay down. 
which is great. Kids shouldn't stay down unless they're seriously hurt. Yeah. So, see him pop back up, and I go talk to you at the intermission. I'm like, man, are you good and everything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. I'm like, holy shit, this guy's a beauty. I got popped. I got killed. Whether your cage like dented or something. I got killed, yeah. And then I go talk to my guy, and I'm like, hey, listen, take it easy. Don't do that shit anymore. What are you doing? Kill my guy? Yeah. He's like, what? I'm like, no, man, don't do that anymore. Yeah, that was... Vinny's my guy. I remember that. And I think that says a lot about Vinny. Like, he just pops back up, and he's like, he's a beauty. He's not going to stay down, not going to sulk or anything. And you're a great team guy in the dressing room. Like, you're always good for a good laugh, good joke guy, and nice hands. (laughs) Thanks, Patty. Yeah, yeah. I and oh shit! Another story is that I was, uh, I think we were taking, I don't know, taking a face off or something, and they're saying Vinny, Vinny, and I, I thought I heard Patty, and I hopped the board so quick, like, holy shit! I got an offensive zone face off, yes. <laughs> and then I hop on the, no, no, it was Vincent, Vinny. Say, oh, I'll hop back over. That always stay with me. Too good to be true. It's <laughs> too good. That's fine. And you were couldn't get on. Yeah. <laughs> also, oh man. man. Well. But how about when Vinny, um, with that York Simple game, you got into a little scrummish and then you got kicked out for no reason. Oh yeah. When I got jumped. Oh yeah. When he got. When I got jumped in front of the net. I remember that. This guy. Yeah. This guy got jumped. He just. Yeah. He didn't do anything, and the guy just got. He just. I was literally in front of the net. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was I remember that. Yeah, you got, you got thrown out that game too. I got no, thrown out too. No, I got injured. got injured. I got yeah. injured. Oh, whatever. I got injured. I, I got hit from behind. I thought this guy was crying in the dressing room over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> I got, was that the same game? Yeah, I got injured. I was it was the same game you fought. Yeah. Too. I got injured. Game. This guy got jumped. He got suspended for no reason. <laughs> this guy, Patty over here, fought some kid and laid the Killed hammer him. on him. Killed Just him. Beat the crap out of him. I remember I was in the dressing room and I think Grancy, our trainer Grant, came in. And was like, Patty's fighting. And I was like, no way. Yeah, I, I ran out there and just saw Patty walking. I caught the tail end of it. Uh, Patty skated off, just like a couple blood stains. I see the other guy's jerseys mangled <laughs> on top of him. And I was like, yes, Patty. I that game was it. nuts, dude. That game was crazy. That game was crazy. That was the thing. We were, we were slapping them. And uh, I saw this guy. He jumped you yeah. from behind. And, and their whole bench threw up. We're like, oh, what the hell? And did he rip your bucket off? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I think he just kind of j- yeah. tried to jersey me and my like shoulder yeah, pads got all Yeah, out. but the thing is, no punches were actually thrown. And you guys, I don't think you ever shed the mitts. No, I no. didn't. So we're like, okay, whatever. Um, Just like two minutes roughing. Yeah, we're talking whatever. roughing, whatever. And then they kick you out. And I know we were going crazy. Like, well, why is our guy kicked out? He like he, he didn't, didn't do anything. anything. Like, yeah. why is Vinny kicked out? Like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like, whatever. It's not a big deal. It's 7 nothing. We don't need another goal. <laughs> but then uh, Dale goes down. We're like, oh, shit. He's a beauty. Like, don't want to see anyone get injured, right? Mm-hmm. And then this guy that I fought, he was just laying sheep shots all game, oh, right? Oh, yeah. We, we all, I won't name him, but we know who it is. And I remember I was talking to RG when he was on the he was on the bench with me. I'm like, buddy, this guy's pissing me off. Like, <laughs> one more thing. and he's, I'm like, one more thing. He's done, eh? He's done. And oh, he yeah. laid a, a, a late hit. I don't know who the guy was. But he laid a high hit and he lifted up his skate after. If you look back, he mm-hmm. lifted up his skate. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and then whatever, I get the puck. And then all of a sudden, he comes up to me and like st- shoves his stick in my nuts. <laughs> and I just, I like, I turn around and his gloves are already off. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, so I'm like, oh that. shit. I remember the video and everything. I remember. The so I just I shed my mitts and I, I just. You killed him. He I had to. Like laid the smack down. 
WWE no. Monday Night Raw just took and, him and out. And I say he never punched me once. Yeah, he never got a single no. punch. No, yeah, it was awesome. And I had to demolish him because I was yeah. pissed off with <laughs> that shit. So they couldn't beat us on the scoreboard, and they couldn't beat us in the corners, and they couldn't beat us in brawling. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, honestly, those are some great stories. But at the end of our uh, podcast here, I guess I'll give you some time to advertise yourself. If you want to say anything about your your social media, views from the bench, anything. If you want to share. It. Yeah, so don't follow Pat Cerrito 13 because he has a terrible account and doesn't, <laughs> doesn't do anything. But do follow at Views from the Bench because me and Anthony, we run a podcast. It's called Views yep. from the Bench. So follow us on our Instagram. We're always posting clips about what we talk about. We usually do something. We have guests on just like you guys. And yep. we talk about what can, what can help these players develop if they're in minor hockey mm-hmm. or if they're in junior. What can they do to develop and be better? But we also share stories about players about what do they love about hockey? Mm-hmm. What turns them on? Why do they have this love for hockey? Why do they play all these years and sacrifice all their time doing so, right? Mm-hmm. And we also say stories where guys maybe turned away from hockey or something happened to them. So we'll share all types of stories. So follow us there. It's awesome. awesome boy. We, we follow views from the bench and yeah. we, we, we put their name in our, in, uh, on our story there on Instagram. So Thanks check them us. out and yeah. uh, it's a good page to follow. Yeah. Thanks for coming out, Patty. Thanks and, for having uh, thanks me. Thanks for boys. a great, uh, great session. Tell Anthony we missed him. Yeah. Say thanks. <laughs> thanks, bro. But uh, as for us, uh, we got a little new thing going on. Uh, we're introducing a little challenge for our kids at home with this coronavirus. Going, yeah. Coronavirus going around. Yes. <laughs> what we're challenging to do, we want three keep ups on the blade and the shaft. Winner will get a T-shirt and hat. The first to do it successfully and, and post it on their story and tag us will win that uh, free T-shirt and hat. So uh, I will we'll, be able to do that. We'll post. <laughs> We'll post a video of uh, one of us doing it on our story, and then once we say go, we're going to have, like Dale said, you guys do it, send it to <laughs> us, put it on your story, mention us, and we'll pick a winner. Who yeah. does it the best? First one to post that, uh, we'll get the free t-shirt and hat. T-shirt and hat up for grabs. <laughs> Quote of the week, week eight. Amadeo Masterangeli, let's hit it. <laughs> well, going on that theme of uh, staying at home and coronavirus and trying to, or COVID 19, trying to do what we're supposed to do. Coming together is a beginning, staying together is, a, uh, is progress, and working together is success. And that's by uh, Harry Ford. And as I said before, just kind of, we got to come together in hard times like this and get through this, uh, this virus. I don't think it's too big of a problem. I know that we can all do it. And Respect each other, respect your space, and getting that self isolation. <laughs> so uh, that's us signing off for this week. Uh, see you next Tuesday. Take it easy.